Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to another episode of Do Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and today I'm joined by my friend Megan Carranza. She is the host of Adventures in Autism, a podcast she started in 2018. Her son, Logan, is nine. He received an autism diagnosis when she was uh, when he was four. And Megan, since then, has become a very fierce advocate, not only for her child, but for um, all children um, across the autism spectrum. She has built an incredible community. She is also the younger sister of my good friend, Melissa, who you guys might remember, the Zill. Um, She was diagnosed with brain cancer in May 2020. Um, Megan, it has been a long couple years for you. You know, that's just the story of my life. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you here. Yes. I'm thrilled to be here. I feel like this has been in the works for so long. A long time coming. You know, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Well, as I'm looking at you, I'm like, have, I'm like, okay, wait, you and I have never met in person. Is that right? No, we haven't. But I, it seems it doesn't so matter. strange though. Cause I know. yeah, it's, it's not, it's not like, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Weird. So my brother introduced, um, uh, Melissa and I like and 11 I years them. ago and you've brother. met my brother. Yeah. You've met my I've brother. Met your brother. Yep. And uh-huh. because, <laughs> and then my, yeah, my brother was like, you guys would really get along. You both love like quoting full house. And honestly, that's really sort of my baseline for friendship. And then so Melissa and I became friends. And then Melissa moved from New York City back home to Illinois, closer to family. It's where you guys are. And I just feel like through Melissa, Megan and I have become friends. They call each other Re. I call myself Re to them. Um, it's, it's a real, it's a real family affair that I've inserted myself into. Um, I think a pretty, it's okay. uh, I, I feel very accomplished at that. I think I was successful. I mean, we are very happy to have you. We have a younger <laughs> brother who I always say it's like really too bad he's not a girl because he's just like a little left out because her and I are, we're not twins, but I sometimes say we're like a set, like we're not twins, but we like really could be twins. Yeah. yeah. And he's unfortunately, cause he's a boy, he's just like a little on the outside. Yeah. So we, we'd be thrilled to have another sister. And yeah, so we call you re three and it, it all works out. It all works mm-hmm. out. Um, you mm-hmm. have three beautiful children. Logan is your first. Um, tell yes. me about your podcast and sort of what led you to adventures in autism and, and what you found since starting that podcast. Okay. So like you said, Logan is nine and he was born on 12, 12, 12. So he is a special boy. And he was from the moment he came out. 
Um, and we really like that first year was like bliss with him. There was like nothing was amiss. And then as he got older, like especially um, once we hit like his, even a year and a half, we just kind of knew like something was up, especially with his speech. So we kind of started on this this journey of therapy and early intervention. And like you had said in the intro, he didn't actually get diagnosed until he was four, mm-hmm. but we'd been on a eight month wait list. It was a long, long process to get him actually diagnosed. And then once Logan was diagnosed, I love listening to podcasts. And I was like, there's got to be an autism podcast. And I looked, and again, this I started the show in 2018. So this is even like 2017. And there were some, but they were all like hosted by doctors and were like a little more formal, which is great. Those are great. But I wanted to hear from like other parents who were like in the thick of it, like I was. Because especially like right after Logan was diagnosed, like the rug was just pulled out from under us. So... I I had this idea like, oh, I should start a podcast, but I had like no idea how to do that. I am like a Midwestern bumpkin. I have no, like (laughs) no experience here, nothing at all. Um, I do love to talk. So I had that on my side. So I finally, I made it my new year's goal. I didn't do a resolution, but I made it my goal for 2018 to, to start the podcast. And I still like, don't know how it happened, but I did it. I figured it out. And so yeah, it's been like trucking for three years now, over three years. And most of my guests are other parents. I do some solo shows, kind of just talking about our life. But then I also get to talk to like other like therapists and experts in the field. And like I had a geneticist on last month. So it's very cool. And it, it really, the, the community has um, just given me so much. Like people will, will write to me and say like, oh, your podcast is like my therapy. And I'm like, it's mine too. Like it really is. I feel like I get out of it as much as I put into it. So yeah, it's just like a very passion project, labor of love. I want to point out that Megan says Midwestern bumpkin, but she is literally one of the glamest people I know. <laughs> she And she looks so glam on this video we're doing right now. And I'm literally wearing, those who know the Instagram, my literal like cheetah print Land's End fleece, which is the most comfortable thing Ooh. I own. Cozy. Megan, <laughs> you literally like sat in your closet and you were like, I'm going to do a podcast. And you like yes, just I did do it. it in my podcast. <laughs> yeah, in your in closet. closet. I in my closet. closet. It's yes. pretty incredible. Like you just fucking did it. And a lot of people, I think with the podcast world, like it is really overwhelming. And I'm one of those people who's like, I want to do a podcast, but I'm not doing it unless I have, you know, some structure and like some support and like a production. T- and I really admire the fact that you were like, I see a void and I need to fill it myself because I need that. Like you needed something. It wasn't there. You made it for yourself all while being a mom to three kids, three kids like under at the at the time six, which is like insane. They were little. My Um, youngest was like five months when I started the show. That's yeah. insane. I'm, I'm like, I have two cats and a dog. I couldn't possibly make dinner. And you're also out here. a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. Um, and those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, I'll direct you to Eileen Shackley's episode. That is somebody who I met through Megan. Um, she is an autism mom. Her son, who she affectionately calls kiddo, is a teenager. Um, mm-hmm. Megan, what's it been like not only talking to moms with kids, um, who are around the same age as Logan and your two girls, but also mothers of uh, autistic children who are a little bit older. Like, what have you learned about, you know, projecting 
Logan's future and, you know, your sort of hopes for him. That's probably to me, like, like really the best part of what the show has given me because, you know, we all know, like you fear the unknown so much more than like, if you've got a plan and there's like, you know, it's black and white, there's steps in front of you. But for the longest time, I could totally deal with Logan like today, maybe tomorrow, but like the future was just this like big, black, scary abyss. And I was just like, I don't know what this is going to look like to have, you know, a teenager or an adult child with autism. I should say like, I don't like to put like a lot of labels on it, but my son is non-speaking and he does have um, like some more high needs. So Logan will likely live with us forever and and need care his whole life, um, which we're obviously like thrilled to give him. But it was just that picture of like, what is this going to look like? That was really so scary. And talking to other moms like Eileen, who I adore, I always tell her she is the OG autism mama (laughs) because she really is like, she started her, her blog. Like any, anyone who's like new to the autism world, like you're going to find Eileen first. And that's a great place to start. That's awesome. So Eileen, yeah. And so many other people have had on the show who, who have like adult children. I, I had a woman on, this was last year, one of my favorite episodes. She ended up taking care of her cousin who was in his fifties after his mother died and he moved in with them and she takes care of it. And, and it like just having these stories, these, these everyone sharing, I, I just think that, I think that means so much. I think hearing somebody else who is in a similar position to you, I just feel like you're going to take so much more from that and learn from it and and just like have it like really resonate with you way more than like listening to like a professional say like, okay, well, when your child is this age, you're going to do this. Like it's just painting that picture and like picturing your life in a real way, I just think is so powerful. And that truly like has probably been the biggest takeaway for me other than like having community and just people who get it, being able to talk to these people who have older, older children and relatives and loved ones on the spectrum. It has given me so much. And that, that future, I'm not going to say it isn't scary, but it's not nearly as scary as it used to be because I really do Mm -hmm. like have an image now of like, okay, I I think it is going to be kind of like that. And I think it's, that's going to be okay. It's going to be great actually. Could you have even imagined, you know, five years ago, even being where you are right now? Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. No. Cause five years ago was like when Logan was diagnosed. Right. And I was, I was so in love with my son. Like that has, has not changed and just continues to grow. But I was, I was so scared. I was so scared for like everything. I just, I had this image in my head of like autism or really special needs in general as being like sad. I was like, this is going to be a sad life that we're going to live. We're going to have to change so much about our lives. At that point we had Liliana. She was one when he got diagnosed, my, my middle child. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like we're not going to be able to do, there's so many things that we're not going to be able to do now because we have a child with autism and I could not have been more wrong. And I tell people all the time, like our life is, it looks very different from many families, but there is so much joy. Like we are so blessed, so lucky beyond like my greatest, wildest dreams. Mm. And Logan is such a gift. Like I, I'm, I'm just, I'm so blessed to be his mom and I'm so thankful and grateful for him every single day and for everything that he's taught me and that I continue to learn from him. 
it's just like there, there's no downside. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. I love it. I, I love that. I mean, I know so much about obviously you and your family, your kids from Melissa, um, the most, the proudest aunt in America. Sorry to every <laughs> aunt is. out there. She really is like, <laughs> I, I feel like Melissa, like I, I, I can only say this cause she's such a good friend, but I feel like Melissa probably like snuck, like breastfed your kids. for Literally <laughs> just yesterday. <laughs> no, I mean like she, uh, she, absolutely would have she was like holding my boob in the hospital like trying yeah. to get me to nurse yeah. one of them like for sure but just yesterday my time hop was a photo from logan's like newborn photo shoot and i must have been yeah. like primping or something so she's like hair in a bun like old ratty t-shirt on holding logan as like you know a few day old newborn like feeding him a bottle and our photographer just like got this like random shot and it's like the cutest picture and i'm like a hundred percent nobody would look at that and think you weren't his mom like a hundred million percent yes totally yeah yeah melissa's i mean of course been there since day one but when i mean like Uh popped out from behind the hospital sheet like ready to deliver herself but i also get to watch on social media how much you champion logan and all of his growth and i think especially in the last couple years you get a pandemic thrown your way everything sort of changes but everything you have posted i saw logan's eating salad sometimes he's like like i know he's slept over at your mom's house, which was like a really big deal. Uh That, that seemed, those are like huge, you know, we have in our mind what the neurotypical sort of like milestones are, but Mm -hmm. this, these are, these are like major milestones for you. Yes. Like you could not have said it better. And I have, my daughters are typical. So it's like, I, I get like those typical things and they're great. But like the stuff with Logan truly, and it's, and it's the littlest stuff. Like he's eating rice now and we're eating our like high fiving and he's eating rice. (laughs) He was eating tortillas yesterday. My husband's Mexican. So he, I mean, he could not be more proud that this kid is eating rice (laughs) and tortillas. It's just like these little things that truly like other parents wouldn't even like bat an eye at. We are just like thrilled beyond belief. And the, the biggest one that I will brag about, like, I'm, I can't help myself. So Logan, again, he's non-speaking. Um, and we always thought that he could read because he uses a device. It's like an iPad. And he basically like kind of points out little icons and he'll say, you know, I want water, please. Or he loves taking baths. So he's always take a bath, please. He loves anything water related. <laughs> and yep. we live in the Midwest and it's very cold. So the only water you're getting right now is a bath. So he's yep. always like telling us what he wants. And and just the way he navigated his his device, his speech device, we like thought that he could read. But it's so hard with a child who is non-speaking to know like what he's actually capable of. And just right before winter break, so like end of December, his teacher told me that she had a new program for evaluating the non-speaking students for reading. And that day they had started and Logan's technically in third grade. They had done the kindergarten level because it's basically you start at like the, the the kindergarten level and just kind of work your way up. So he had taken the kindergarten level books and assessment. And after he, he read them to himself, he did a comprehension quiz and he got five out of five on both of the comprehension quizzes. So we were like, I mean, I was, I was hysterical. I was crying. I called everyone I knew crying because I was so excited <laughs> yeah. for him. Yes. And like the, the best part of that is he has continued to just kill it with these assessments and he's did finish all the kindergarten, the first grade level. So he is up to his, his grade level and he 
is done with the assessment. So now we need to find a new program for him because we don't even know like how high he's even able to read at this point because this program ended at a, at a third grade level. So his teacher's like, I wrote a letter to the company. I'm offended that they think a non-speaking student can't read past that. So we're in the process of finding out a, a new system. But I mean, to say that I am proud of, and, and just like, I'm so proud of that, obviously. But I just think it means so much because I myself have witnessed the way that a person who is different, and in Logan's case, you know, non-speaking, is just not as important to society. And there are so many people who would speak at him, who would treat him like he wasn't in the room because he can't contribute to the conversation. And I'm, I'm not even like, I was guilty of that for a long time when he was young. Like there, there were so many things that I did wrong. I'm not, I'm not even like judging people for doing that. I'm just saying like, this is why we can't do that because Logan is every bit a capable amazing, incredible, has so much to offer person, but because he doesn't speak, we just, it's so easy to just like disregard him. And it's so unfair. hundred percent him. Yeah. So him reading, like obviously to, as a mother just makes me so happy, but like on a, on a greater scale, I just like, I want to shout this from the rooftops because people for so long, they would ask me questions like that. Like, does he understand? Like, does he know what's going on? And, and, and it's, and I get it because when, when you can't always get the response from him, even like, nonverbal things. Like if I would ask him to do something nine times, nine out of 10 times he would do it, but there, there are times when he won't do it. I mean, he's a kid too, you know? So right, it's like, exactly. I always yeah. say he's actually my easiest child. Cause I'll, if I tell <laughs> all three of them, go get your shoes, he's the only one that will listen to me. So he really is like, he's the best of them, but it's, I don't even know like where I was going this, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's incredible. Just because, and we are yeah, so just because a, a child again is not on the typical, like this world serves the typical, you know, a percent, yeah. And I think that's mm-hmm. a great point to make, which is that, like, like for all we know, Logan could pick up Moby Dick tomorrow and read the whole thing better Jen, than I, I mean, could. <laughs> I, I just think that he is, uh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm his mom, so I can't, I can't stop gushing. But <laughs> yes, he, he really is. He is such an incredible gift and such a light in this world. And I am just like blessed to even like be close to it because he's, he's just amazing. Well, I love watching him grow through you. I love how much he loves water because we have that in common. Loves water. And <laughs> every time I know I've seen you at the water park via Facebook and via text from Melissa and just <laughs> Logan's always in the background, just like so happy, just like floating around. Didn't you guys get Loves during it. the pandemic, one of those big pools? We for did. your backyard. So we were really lucky. I because, love that. Yes. So we, I think we're, we're hoping to actually like put in a pool, but we had as a gift, my mom and sister for Easter in like, honestly, 2018, it was so long ago, got us this pool that my husband wouldn't put up because he said I was going to kill the grass, which spoiler, it did kill the grass. But once we hit <laughs> pandemic time, I was like, yeah, we're putting this pool up. And it yeah. was like the best thing ever. It honestly was great because I feel like it taught my kids how to swim. Like Logan is an incredible swimmer now. And I totally. swear it's like because of that, because it's like two and a half feet deep and like 12 feet wide. So it's perfect. Just like throw some kids in. They love it. I feel great because it's, I mean, I'm out there with them obviously, but it's like pretty safe even for kids who can't swim well. But now like this past summer, we did swim lessons and he's swimming like completely independently in like an eight, nine foot pool. And I'm like, I swear 
that little baby pool taught him how to swim. It's, yeah, yeah. The comfort around water from like a young age is always a good thing. It's like, that's, oh, I, I mean, obviously I'm not a parent, but I feel like everything I hear parents say is like water safety from like the start because once kids, it's just like, I don't know. It's like, it's like using the vacuum around a puppy. It's like, if they get used to it, they don't freak out later on in life when they have too many biases about it. So I don't know. That pool looks so fun though, Megan, your backyard looks fun. I love it. Every time I see Logan floating around and his two sisters, uh, they are like the biggest hams ever. Liana and Layla, they are, they, they, and they love, and they have a great relationship with Logan. I mean, what has that been like raising two typical children against, you know, having your first have an autism diagnosis? It's been so eye-opening because again, since Logan was my first, like he was the normal one to me. I was used to his development and thought that it was like, this was just how it was. I I mean, even though I I knew it wasn't at that point, like we knew that there, he was, you know, dealing with some challenges. It was still like, because he was my introduction to motherhood, I was just like, well, this is what we're used to. And then we had Liliana and she started like, talking or, or doing like all kinds. Of, and we were just like, this kid is like a freaking unicorn. Like we couldn't even believe it. Like it was crazy. Sure. And then we're like, okay, well we had, we had another one who was a total surprise, but same <laughs> thing with her. And we were like, Oh my gosh, like these kids just like do stuff. Like we don't have to teach them how to do all of this. Like they can just learn this like through osmosis. Yeah. So it was very eye opening and crazy. Um, but they are the, the best sisters to Logan, especially my middle one, Liliana. She is just so nurturing and she has like the sweetest heart. She is uh, uh, her too. Like we just, we got so lucky with all three of them, but she, I I always say, I'm like, she's going to be like a, a therapist or a teacher or something. Like she's just one of those people who has like so much patience and like kindness and understanding. And she is always wanting to like engage with him and like bring him into things. And that is huge because like, one of the more typical kind of challenges for people in the spectrum is like just social interactions and kind of picking up social cues. And especially when Logan was younger, he was very happy to just like be on the outside of things. And while that's great. And like, we want to give him space. We also don't want him to like shy away from something that he might want to be a part of, but just didn't necessarily know like how to get in the mix. Whereas like Liliana is just like, Oh no, you're doing this. You're coming with me. And we've seen how that has just helped him grow so much. And like with our, like our neighborhood friends, like there would have been a time where he maybe would have felt like overwhelmed or kind of like pulling back from like a social situation like that when we have like a lot of kids here. And now it's like, even if he's not doing the same things that they're doing, he's so happy just to like be in the mix and like be around people. And if he wants a break, like he knows like, okay, I'm going to go do my thing on my own. But it's it really has changed him so much. And I, I think it's like having uh, siblings that that help him with that. That has just made such a huge difference. That is I love I, I just I mean, I'll say it a million times. I just love watching your family um, <laughs> via social. I love getting Aww. to be friends with you, getting to be friends with Melissa. I think you're doing an amazing job. Um, a mid episode, just sort of shout out to like if you have a child with autism, um, if you have autism, if you know somebody who has a child with autism, recommend Adventures in Autism. It is such a I listen to the podcast um, mm. just because I think Megan's so interesting 
interesting. Like she's an interesting person. She has interesting conversations. And, you know, I like listening to parents go through it It, it, because parents are people. And I think as kids, we forget that about our own parents. You know, we're just like, oh, like I was born into this world where my mother is like mother. And like, that's it. Like, that's the role. And you and you kind of forget like, oh, shit. Like when I was five, my mom was just like 36 and like probably like having all of these same sort of thoughts about career and time and her relationship, you know, with my dad and, you know, like all of these different things. And it just sort of it really humanizes. I think your podcast does a really great job at humanizing the experience of parenting, um, mm. whether it is to uh, a child on the spectrum or not. It's just like challenges are here and the way that we deal with them is not necessarily so by the book. And I think you've done an incredible job at saying like, okay, there are all these resources out there that are like, like you said, doctors, therapists, social workers, like people who, yeah, know the science, like have studied it, know the research, which is so important. But what is also important is just the voice of the people experiencing it. And uh, it's just amazing. And again, like just that you have done it for three years and you have done it by yourself and like, <laughs> just we're like, I'm going to do this. And I, you know, I'm going to get in my closet and, and I'm going to record these episodes. It's just incredible. So before we move on to your shopping wrecks, which I know you brought too, because you couldn't narrow it down. <laughs> I just want to plug, it's sort of like we did a little backdoor episode of adventures in autism to start this episode. Like just, Type it in wherever you listen to podcasts. Add it to your roster. Follow. Megan's the best. Her kids are the Aww. best. Melissa's the best. Can't say enough good things. We've done many um, episodes with my sister, too. So there's a you lot have, of sister I know. Ups. Yes. Well, when she had... First of all, thank you for all those kind words. That was so sweet of you. Of course. Um, when she got diagnosed with brain cancer... It, it was interesting for me because like, you know, autism is a neurological disorder. So, and mm-hmm. she has brain cancer. So it's like, I immediately found a lot of parallels in what was going on and like could understand a lot of things, um, which she doesn't always love, but that was just kind of <laughs> where I was coming from. I, I can't help it like this, the, you know, these past several years have opened my eyes so much and I've learned so much about advocating. I, I couldn't help, but like not like want to just like jump into that role for her. Um, so we did a lot of episodes with her, like talking about just her journey because a lot of people that listen to my show were really invested with her. So we did a lot of like sister episodes and updates and that's been, been great too. Um, and it's also, she like, again, community is just, it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. You, you can find a community of people who are dealing with something similar and just knowing that you're not alone, that you're not the only person in the universe that is experiencing, you know, whatever it is that you are is so valuable and so powerful. And so for her, it's like, she has found this whole brain cancer community and they have meant so much to her and helped her so much. And I've connected with some of the the special needs moms that like, it, there's a lot of crossover and you know, it's just, the internet is a scary place, but there there is definitely some good stuff too. There's good stuff happening. There is. Yes. Yeah. No, that's right. It it's it can be a really bad place, but it also is the source of um so much good. And before we get to your Rex, and I know the answer to this question, but I know a lot of people have been following Melissa's journey um because I talked about it a little bit um on the G Thanks Instagram. How is Melissa doing? So she's doing really well. We have had a roller coaster of a few months, which you know, 
Uh, so back in mm-hmm. October, we got some really scary news. Her scan did not look great. There was showing some new growth. Um, and she decided to get a second opinion and ended up switching teams. So she has a, a new doctor now. And we did another MRI with him in December. And he gave us awesome news and basically said that the growth that we had seen on the previous scan, it, it her old team, it was a lower level scan. The new one was higher level with contrast, we, sh- we could just see a lot more. And he was like, I don't think that this is necessarily growth. I think it's just still be, you know, swelling from surgery, scarring, radiation, all that stuff. So we are, we do have another follow-up coming up soon. Um, but it was like, he gave us the gift of hope that day because we were scared. We were really, yeah. really terrified and things were looking grim. Um, but he gave us such hope and we feel, we feel that hope again. So we're just, you know, praying that she stays stable, but as of now Mm -hmm. she is good and she is just living, living her life. It's awesome. Yeah. She's doing great. Yeah. Melissa's the best. She like, we went to Vegas together pre pandemic in November. We went to celebrate our birthdays. Uh, we just had the best time. Um, that was the last time I saw her because of course, Three months later, we were all inside forever. Yeah. So I haven't seen her since this diagnosis, but I, of course, am so happy to hear that this new doctor is saying that, you know, nothing to nothing to freak out about. Yeah. Um, and of course, continued good hopes for the upcoming scan. She was jealous um, that this wasn't a sister episode. And she was like, shouldn't I be on it, too? <laughs> And I was like, you, I think you guys could do your own episode. But yeah. She, I think I'm going to have Melissa on for our own episode to. for sure. <laughs> I think re one, two, and three also yes. could, you know, once everyone gets to know uh, <laughs> you both to, to uh, separately, I think you know, they'll be ready for the energy you bring together. Putting that energy on people immediately, that's a lot. That's a lot, Megan, that and you is know it. Exactly. That's a lot. <laughs> the, the three of us together, like, it would just be like nobody would hear yeah, anything. Was- Yes, it would just be background It'd be like, noise. Da, 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 yes. Kathy Hilton, da, 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 right? Kyle, exactly. Da, 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 exactly. Andy Cohen. Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, Melissa, you are a beauty expert. Um, I know that you um, came sort of prepared with sixty recommendations. You narrowed it down to two. You did sort of a high low. Where are we starting? Bring me in. What did you bring? Did you things just bought? Okay. It? Um, I should also give a background. Before I was an uh, autism mother or just mother in general, um, by profession, mm-hmm. I am a esthetician and makeup artist. So this is yes. my wheelhouse. And I told you, like, of course, I brought beauty, beauty related products because, like, I don't know what else I would bring you. So <laughs> I real and that was really hard, even just narrowing it down to the category of beauty, because like when people are like, oh, like, know. what's what's in your bag? My my makeup bag is like legitimately I have boot sized shoe boxes full of makeup like <laughs> under my bed. And then I also have like my makeup drawer that's full. I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. So I'm a bit of a product yes. whore. All right. So I really try <laughs> to think like, what are things I really love? So this first product, this is technically, okay. So it's Peter Thomas Roth. They call it a peeling gel. I would just refer to this as an exfoliant and basically it is a gel. Mm-hmm. It does have enzymes in there. So you can put it on and immediately start exfoliating. Or what I like to do is like leave it on for a few minutes. And it's an exfoliant unlike any other. And in school, I learned that this was called a gommage. I don't know if that's like, they just have it like a little more kind of layman's terms or they call it peeling gel. But basically like as you rub it in, your skin peels off. 
like it's, it's almost like have you done like baby feet like the the um yeah yes. okay so it's, it's yes. not so it's, satisfying it's not like that but it's satisfying like okay you literally can like the, the okay. dead skin like you do whatever you're saying it, it, it's just falling off it's it's just peeling you're rubbing it you're working it in the skin is coming off it is just peeling off <laughs> so it's it is so satisfying but then after you use it I can't even explain to you like how soft and just incredible your skin feels. And then you're putting on like your serums or moisturizers and your skin is just drinking it in because that dead skin is gone, but it's so gentle. There's no like beads in there. So you get the enzymes. So you get a little bit of a chemical exfoliation. Okay. But That's then, what I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. So you get the chemical exfoliation from the enzymes and then you get like the manual because it's just that skin is shedding off. Again, I really don't even know like the technology of how they do this. But let me tell you, <laughs> it is incredible. I live in the Midwest. It is freaking cold here. So dry. So my skin, I have dry skin no matter what, always. But like lately, my skin has been so dry. So I would say like typically, this is one of those things too, where I sometimes forget about it for a while. And then I pull it back out and I'm like, why don't I use this all the time? Because it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So for the past like few weeks, I've been using it regularly. And my skin has been so, so much improved. So much improved. Because I was, I just felt like a now, dead like witch for a while. Well, I, (laughs) I think we all feel, you know, 2020 through 2022 dead witch season. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, also in California coming from the very humid East coast where half of the year I'm sweating my balls off miserably, Mm -hmm. but still getting a lot of moisture and a lot of like systems in my skin going, California is dry. You know, I wake up with just like patches of dry skin. My lips, the first winter I was here just were like, peeling off and it was it was just I just didn't my my routine was not built for this climate so I have been slowly sort of shifting into a place of more moisture and and so anything that can bring me moisture anything that allows my skin to take in more moisture is for the best the thing about hearing about like an exfoliant like this Peter Thomas Roth is like all I think about is Ap- I was going to say apricot scrub. scrub. Yeah, St. Ives. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to go there. We don't want to do that. We don't. So yeah. how mm-hmm. – so so because I remember just scrubbing – oh, my God. It was like scrubbing concrete on yeah. your face. And for mm-hmm. some reason, we did it for I years. Um, I remember my mom buying it and being like, that you're, we're going to use this. And I was like, okay. I mean, yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I can still smell it. Yeah. So how often are you using something like – this Peter Thomas Roth and like is it an everyday no. thing is it once a week okay okay good. so exfoliation That's what I to know. really like if you had more kind of resilient skin you probably could do it maybe like three times a week you don't really need to I, I truly like one mm-hmm. once or twice a week you're good um exfoliation is super important because like you were saying it's it's not going to make moisturize your skin but it's going to allow your skin to take in that moisture and, and so many other things too. Getting rid of the, the, the dead skin is just like, as we age, you know, when we're, when we're young, our cell turnover is like a month. As we age, it just gets longer and longer and longer. So it's like, <laughs> we need a little help with that cell turnover. And that's, that's what this is going to do. So there's, there's a million, a million reasons why you should exfoliate, but you just, you, yeah, the, the St. Ives of the world, we don't want to go there. There are some good like manual exfoliants. Again, not to use all the time, but you know, if it's more gentle, that's fine too. Like once a week, exfoliation really is an important part of a skin routine. It just, it's not something you want to do too much or too little, really. 
Yeah, I just feel myself get I could feel myself getting addicted to this idea of like exfoliating down to like my raw skin and just being like a muscle sort of like head where all of my skin is gone. But I feel like doing it like once a week could be helpful. Um, And and do you use it on? So I would be very tempted to use it on my chest, on my shoulders. Ooh. I feel like there's also like a lot of skin build up for me anyway. I feel like when I exfoliate, those are the parts of my body that like pick up the most oils. Um, I weirdly like my face doesn't get oily. My chest does. Very strange. Okay. Do you ever use this like on any other parts of your body? I haven't, but that's not a bad idea. It's the, the problem is it's expensive. It's $48 for this, this, and it's yeah. 3.4 ounces. So I mean, you get a decent amount. And if you're using it once a week, like this will last you a while for sure. And $48, yeah, right. like, I mean, it's pricey, but it's not ridiculous, but I wouldn't like you, you could go through your whole body in one usage with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Save it for, I remember once reading that like okay. JLo uses La Mer on her whole body and like, that's great for you, JLo. No wonder you look so good, but like <laughs> us, that's not... <laughs> I'm using me some Jergens. Yeah. I'm a whole body. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> J-Lo to La Mer is me to the 99 cent chapsticks and CVS. 100%. I'm like, that's that's like my financial level. Yes. Okay. So because I always follow the subscription of, you know, what you use on your face, bring it down to your neck, bring it down to your chest because then you don't have to use like separate products. Well, sure. So like, like, yeah, like serums or creams. Absolutely. Um, I might have to find a dupe though, because I want this to last a long time. Yes. So if I'm globbing it onto my boobs, I feel like yeah, it'll go, it'll go pretty fast. It'll, it'll be like oh, right, exactly <laughs> a boob exfoliation. It'll be like a one-time use container. But I wonder, have you ever found a good, um, like a good drugstore dupe exfoliant that you would recommend using? Um, truly no if $48 just feels like real okay so you feel like like it's totally worth it on your body like I have a Victoria's Secret like scrub in the shower that like I will use to exfoliate my body um not nothing nothing like this that I have found is like a body exfoliant that is really like I this product and I've used other like gomages like I said like in school this this to me is the best yeah the other ones that I've used have the consistency of like toothpaste so they are very difficult to actually rub in and like get the process going so you kind of need to do it in like a facial like kind of a way okay you need like that steam and everything to like get things moving this is like something you could use at home that gets a job done so well and again I'm a product or I've used everything like I, I will spend money on this I believe you. I mean, I always believe you when you give me Rex and I have asked you for Rex before. Do you bring that into the shower with you or do you do that after you shower? Because I do a lot of my face washing in the shower. Um, No, I do this. This is like a nightly like stand over. Again, this is not something you do all the time, but like once a week. But when you do it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you really you couldn't necessarily do the shower because you do want your skin to be dry because it needs to like really pull that dead skin. So you want to like be cleansed. So cleanse, get like all your, you know, makeup, whatever, and then, then go in with the exfoliant. And like I said, then you can also see it like just pooling up in the sink and it's very satisfying. I love that. I'm looking right now. This is, so technically the name is the Peter Thomas Roth Firm X Peeling Gel. That's what they call it. Firm X Peeling Gel. Okay. I noticed that they sell Peter Thomas Roth at the Target. Oh, um, with the with the Ulta in it, which is cool. I haven't seen those I was in, in the wild yet. I've heard of them. Oh, 
it's funny because I don't, I mean, sadly, I just don't spend a ton of time in Target anymore because of the pandemic. And I did a lot of drive up orders, but now I'm starting to transition back into just wandering around the store when I'm bored. And I was there yesterday and it was my first time going to the one near my house with the Ulta. And it was just so much fun to be like, oh my gosh, I can buy Peach and Lily here. I can buy um, It Cosmetics here. I can buy Peter Thomas Roth here. I mean, it's dangerous. I was going to say that would be so dangerous (laughs) for me because I mean, Target's already like, because you're in that Target mindset, right? Exactly. You're like, oh, I'm in Target. You're in Target spending Sephora money. I mean, it's just, that's a disaster. That's a recipe for disaster. I have a Target like basically in my backyard. Like I don't have to get on a main road to go to Target. So it's, uh, the dream. I was gonna say, it's like a blessing and a curse. Cause if we need anything, yeah, I know. It's basically like it's it's the equivalent of like like I grew up with like a white hen on the corner, like a market pantry. Like that's what Target is okay. for us. If we need like anything, we're like just just Same. run to Target. It, Cause it's so it's so close. Yep. And then it's like, you know, well, okay, maybe I also need this, you know, PTR. Like I need a little an extra something here. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. A problem. Mm-hmm. What is what is the last thing? that you impulse bought at Target when you were there to buy something like paper towels, ketchup, toothpaste. You you will appreciate this because um, okay. I know you enjoy a shapewear story. So, oh, yes. Always. <laughs> so um, <laughs> my husband and I are going next week, actually. We're going to Vegas because it's our 10-year yes, wedding anniversary. Yes, it's your 10th anniversary. Yes. And you guys met in Vegas. We met in Vegas. So we are (laughs) returning to the scene of the crime. And we're actually doing like, uh, we're going to have Elvis marry us. We're getting married at the, we're getting, (gasps) renewing our vows at the little neon chapel. I didn't want to do the little white chapel because I want Elvis to actually do the vows. And I, I, I want, okay. like, I didn't want him to just sing. They're too, they're too conservative yeah, no, totally. over at the Little We had to channel. have a minister and then Elvis would just sing. And I'm like, no, I want like the full Vegas. So because of that, yeah. I have this dress I'm wearing that it's got like these big, like poofy, it, it's very Real Housewives. And I'm obsessed, of course, but it is tight. <laughs> it is real tight. So I needed, yeah. I needed some new <laughs> shapewear and I bought, I bought something yeah. on Amazon that's honestly good, but it doesn't like, I want this to come up like completely under the boobs. Yes. Yeah. You want it like up into your right. neck. I know. So I know that feeling. I, the one that I had, there was just like that inch. And I was like, that's the worst inch. Like I don't want that roll of chub in my dress. So I was at Target and I was getting like groceries and like random crap and just like stuff we needed for the house. And then I was like, oh, I should see what the shapewear situation is here. So I got, I got impulse bought another kind of like, you know, girdle type of deal. Um, that yeah, I think the assets by yes. Spanx is that, yes, the- it's an asset yeah. by Spanx. I, I think it's going to work. I think it's going to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Nice. So tell us what is it? Is it just underwear? Does it have the little shorts? Does it have the like boob scoop thing with the no. straps? Tell us I about have it. Another I had to get a new strapless bra. Um, Because again, my, my dress is like, so it's really tight. And it's like a sweetheart. So I needed like a, a, a strapless that had like kind of a V to it. So I had to actually yep. go to Victoria's Secret to get that. So this is just like a suck you in smooth it out kind of deal. Um, and it does have cool. shorts, which I prefer because then you don't see like a panty Your line. Your thighs don't rub together. And right. And then there's no right. panty it, it was line. More, exactly. it, was more, it was more the line I was concerned about. Um, and that was the other issue with mm-hmm. when I got on Amazon was not only did it have like the inch of chub, but it had, I, I was, it was cutting weird. So 
I think, I think it's going right. to work. And it, allegedly it's cool comfort. So hopefully I won't be like super hot in my Spanx is what I'm hoping for. Okay. Well, word, word to the wise. Uh, there is no such thing as cool comfort yeah. when you are wearing sh- shapewear. It's unfortunate. Um, you just feel like you're in a sausage factory. That being said, I, lo- I had nerve damage due to shapewear. That's a story I told. I heard that. Um, in my episode. Uh, you've known that though, I think. And that was like three years ago. It's never coming back. I still wear sh- shapewear. It's rough. 
$75 worth that you Thank paid you. For, that, yes. for them to be taken. For my friends to take iPhone okay, so, photos. Oh, you exactly. can't even, there's another fee if you have a real camera. You can't even bring your own <laughs> real camera. There's another fee for that. It, it's insane. It's insane. Yes. Vegas. They, where are you, where are you staying? staying? Where are you staying? <gasps> Ooh, it's fancy. Yes. She's yes. fancy. Manny, Manny did it, did it, did it up for her. I mean, what, the last time I stayed there, when I met my husband, we stayed yeah. at Treasure Island. So normally I don't, I don't go so <laughs> fancy, but you know, it's our 10 year anniversary. I deserve it a little bit, right? Look, the last thing time I was in Vegas, I went with Nora McInerney. We did the Cosmo because I had some free nights because I am a slots addict. And then we went over you to Treasure girl. Island and Treasure, the vibe between. <laughs> The Cosmo and Treasure Island is very different. It's different. Um, but it's fun. That's we where had, I you know, met we had Manny. fun. At Treasure I Island? Met Manny, yes. At the Christian Audige <laughs> Club. Remember Ed Hardy and Christian yeah, Audige? Yeah. So this was like 2008. You know, this was a long, long time ago. Was it in the we basement met. of Treasure was, Island? No, it was somewhere <laughs> like in the main ish area. But we were staying there. I think it's now a senior frogs, Megan. I really think it is. Well, we do. We have to go and just like see what it is. Because, yeah, we met at like four in the morning in Vegas. It is is a sordid tale. I just don't even (laughs) think your audience wants to hear this. But let me tell you, like you said, 10 years, three kids later, we're doing okay. So, yeah. (laughs) It's back to the scene of the crime, indeed. I mean, she's at the the Ed Hardy Club. I'm I'm not even giving you like any details, too. That's all I'm telling you. I I think (laughs) Melissa might have given me more offline. There's a lot of I will DM you. (laughs) Anyone else who wants to know, you follow Adventures in Autism, find out Mm -hmm. the origin story (laughs) of Megan and Manny. Okay, Megan, I know you brought another product. I complimented you on this. As you, when you popped up on my video screen, I said, wow, your lashes look amazing. You said, I'm not even wearing fake lashes. What is product number two? Okay, so I did do eyelash extensions for a while and I love them. They're not for everyone. I, I haven't. No, I was okay. using like a grande lash. I actually have very oh, long okay. eyelashes. Oh, okay. Well, born, special? Sorry. <laughs> born with it. I know. But but that's just, maybe you know, born my, with it. maybe she's okay. born with it. Exactly. I'm the opposite. I My eyelashes are so puny. Like God did not gift me with the eyelashes. <laughs> so I, for a long time, I love fake eyelashes. I can, I can pop on a fake lash, like no problem, but I, I tried eyelash extensions again. I'm an esthetician. So like at the spa I was working at, we did them. I got hooked. I loved them. Mm. They're again, they're not for everyone. There's definitely like some negative to, to the fake eyelash, the extensions. Cause you can't like fully wash your face. They're a little cumbersome, like on your eye. I told you before, like I, I've, I've got a level of vanity that I'm willing to put up with that. <laughs> That's fine for me. So I love them. And then in the pandemic, I had to say bye-bye to eyelashes because That's right. I couldn't go get them done. Right, because you couldn't go anywhere, right. And it was really hard for me. Like, I, <laughs> I never get my nails done. I just recently went blonde, but up until, like, I did, like, hair color, none of it. But, like, my eyelashes were really important to me, and I felt yep. bald. Like, it was really upsetting. Yeah. So 
I, I kept, I was, I, I was, at first I was just waiting and I was like, I can't wait. As soon as like, we're done and we're out of this, like I'm going to, which spoiler alert, we're never going to be done. But yeah, exactly. I was like, right. someday. In March when you're like yes. in three weeks yeah, exactly. when this is over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was my plan. That was my initial No, totally. Plan. I was like yeah. a month tops. Tops. Right. <laughs> but then it was like time went on and I was like, okay, I don't know when this is going to happen. So it was honestly just pretty recently. I believe it was over the summer. I was like, yeah. I'm going to try an eyelash serum. And this one, I honestly think showed up in my like Amazon recommended for you category. Mm-hmm. And this is like completely generic. The, the brand is Vi Beauty and it's V-I-E Beauty spelled with an I at the end. So it's okay. very generic. Just says eyelash growth serum. But it was like, I think it was a Prime Day deal or so, it was on sale for sure. So it was like 20 bucks. And I was like, you know what? It's got good reviews. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh-huh. I have been so impressed with this $20 eyelash serum. I, I do have on mascara. I'm like going up to the camera so you can see. But like my eyelashes suck. They are so puny. They are like nothing. And this has like truly given me some eyelashes. You have banging eyelashes right now. And if you're telling me you're not wearing anything more than like a slick of mascara because of this, this that's is a amazing. cheap mascara too. This isn't even like a good mascara. I, I saved my good mascara for like, you know, a special event. This, yeah, like, this Zoom call with you, I, yeah. I felt like I could cheap out a little bit. These, I'm with you. This ya. is not even a good mascara. And like even, even yes, just a little, a little mascara. And it's like, I, I, I mean, I still love a fake lash, but I feel like for the price and for what this does, like this shit works. And I also, I have really, I have a big brow to begin with, but I am a little sparse like in the front. So a lot of mm. people said they were using it on their brows. And I still like, I, I have on like a brow gel, but I totally help with the brows too. It's so 100%. interesting, Megan. I think you will probably know the answer because this is your like line of work and you're also your mm-hmm. passion. But like, I feel like the pandemic overshadowed two really big um, evolutions in the beauty industry. One being pimple patches that actually work. Two being lash serum because I started using lash serum in like 2018 and I got it through Rodan and Fields. I don't want to say it too loud. Okay. Um, You know, because like my sister-in-law just asked me to go to a a Rodan and Fields party with her before I got on this call and I said no. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was can't. Like, if it was anything else, I would go. But I know. That. <laughs> uh, it's like, look, like we, you know, we don't do MLMs here or whatever. But a friend of mine was like showing this lash serum, and I was like, damn, okay. And this was, eh, I can't remember. I'll find, I'll find out when I ordered it. But at the time, like there was not anything like really reputable on the market, and this seemed to be, you know. It felt like castor oil with a spoolie, and I, you know, I get it. it was, I was paying way too much for it. I bought, I bought it I twice. I remember those ads. Those were everywhere. Yeah, yes. yeah. They and were, I they were really it, pushing it. But yeah. Megan, it did work. It you know, it did yeah. work, and so I was like very okay. excited about that. It worked. I loved it. I, people were after three weeks. People were like, "Holy shit!" Like you're out. And because I already have long eyelashes, it was literally like I could like braid them. Like they were you like were like coming snuffle out. Up against. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I, I looked, always think of. Yeah. I just like big with those eyelashes. eyelashes. Yes. Uh-huh. I was really uh-huh. snuffy. Um, but then all of a That's sudden a I feel like there I know exactly. There was grande lash. And now you're telling me this was like a twenty dollar lash. Like, when did this totally. happen? When did this happen? 
Honestly, I don't know. Cause I was the same as you. I had gotten years ago. Uh, I, I think it was Revitalash. I was actually just talking about this yes. with my sister. Right. And, Revitalash. And it also was, was not terribly, I mean, expensive though. I think it was like $75 and it did work, but it, it, this is one of those things where you have to keep using it. So $20, like I'm good with that. I will say, I think that was like a, um, a prime day deal, but I, I still think it's like $25. Like it is, it is a really affordable product. I mean, I was literally paying like, I think maybe like 68 to $78 for the one from Rodan and Field. So it was also right. like, oh my God, I'm using it. But then when it runs out, like, what am I going to do? Like $25 yeah. feels like if this is something totally. that's important to you, that's a steal, especially because eyelash extensions yes. are so expensive. But it's like all of a sudden you turn around and like something must have just like, become available like patent wise like however it works where it's like this formula just like became generic and anyone could like replicate it because it's crazy how i don't know you can you can get a zit sticker anywhere and you can get um eyelash serum anywhere and it seems to really work i totally agree i don't know they they did they figured it out and they can give it to us at a more affordable price now so i would like anyone if you're not happy with your eyelashes like Again, I don't think it like takes the place of lash extensions. Like if you're if you're used to because I had been off of the lashes for a while, yeah, it, it definitely it scratches that itch for me. But like I, I I've been so happy with it, and now like at first you're supposed to use it definitely every day, maybe twice a day for the first like month or so. I don't okay. even use it that much now. I probably use it like three four times a week, and I feel like it's right now kept it's up. just like maintenance, right? Because yeah, in the totally. beginning it's like growth, 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 yes. and then all of a sudden you're just like, it. You know, your body's already produced the lashes. Now you just want to keep them, just keep because them. I, yes. honestly, I was doing the twice a day thing for three weeks, four weeks with the um, Rodan and Fields formula, and I swear to God, like I had to stop. It, but they were getting too long. They were like just growing out of my face. I mean, at some point it just looked insane. Just said that. She was like, I think I have to stop using this because same, her lashes are already pretty long. My, mm-hmm. because mine are terrible. I, I am at the point now where I'm like, okay, this is like pretty good. Every now and then I'll get like a random really long one and I honestly have cut it before because <laughs> it's just like one is really, because it literally yeah. is growing out like crazy. So I'll take like the little eyelash yeah. scissors and cut it. But like yeah. totally gets the job done. And and again, for eyebrows, like I don't have like a huge need for that, but I think there's a lot Same. of people that do. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like tw- 20 bucks, like worth a shot. Yeah, that's awesome. I have the opposite um, problem. My eyebrows are so like dark. So that every time I go to get them like shape, they're like, oh, wow, your eyebrows are so long. I'm like, I know. Like I have to cut them down like twice a yeah. week. Like I always find silver eyebrow hairs too. I'm not, I don't mm. have any gray hairs. They show up in my brows. Um, oh, that's which like is why I went insane. blonde. I was going so gray. So I was like, I got to do something about this. It was a problem. I think gray is so nice though. I mean, I get, I get it. And I I get not wanting to look in the mirror and be like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> mortality but I, I love yet. you <laughs> I love you as a blonde I think you look great I like it too thank you <laughs> I've been brunette my whole life but now I'm like I know this is like who I'm supposed to be I don't know that's listen Megan that's how I felt when I went blonde the only problem is that uh similar to eyelash extensions for you during the pandemic I was like I cannot yeah. justify paying four hundred dollars to get my hair 
continuously blonded when I see nobody, when I go nowhere. It's so expensive. But well, I, I love I went it. Heavy, heavy root, so I wouldn't have to keep up with it like so so Smart. often. Yes, I really that was important to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, now I have, this is like a whole other podcast, but now I have all these, I have extensions. (laughs) So I'm, I'm in it deep. I'm in it real deep. (laughs) Megan is, Megan is a real housewife. If anyone had any doubts, um, no, I went back to brunette, but honestly, sometimes I look back at like the pictures where my hair, I really should have taken more pictures when my hair was brassy and I couldn't keep up with it because of the pandemic because that will remind me why I went back to brunette but every time I look at a good picture of like a really healthy um icy blonde I'm like damn I really was I really was doing something it's a thing yeah I I loved it I felt like a different person I I, really did I'm really feeling it my husband actually says he likes me better dark so I don't know I mean I'm not doing this for him I mean I'm like right who cares about you you know yeah. yeah, I'm like, who asked? Because every time I'm like, do you like my hair like this? He's like, yeah, I mean, because it looks like it did when I met you and all this. I'm like, okay, first of all, you know, whatever. Um, Second, the second I feel like it would be worth the investment for me to go back to blonde, I'm doing it because I, lo- I loved it. It's I so fun. You go, girl. I definitely, I'm, you, I'm feeling life as a blonde. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Right? This is, right? This is the new, the new Megan for sure. <laughs> and I like the length. Megan is also, also I mean, you. I love these extension, but you're one, you yes. have such great hair. You pull off like a nice slob. Megan's just, I, a, my hair a, actually my, sucks. My hair is terrible, which is why I have these extensions, but I know how to style it. I'm, I've, I've, I mean, it's all it's all about working with what you have. I mean, that's yes, like that's yes. that's the, the name of the game. Um, okay, I'm very excited about these two products. I'm sure that I am going to add these to cart. Maybe I'll go back to Target and find the Peter Thomas Roth, and then I'll order the um, lash on the lash stuff on um, Amazon because I'm I need to get into a routine of doing it again. I have noticed they could be a little bit longer. Uh, I also see with long lashes, and I know like world's tiniest violin i don't even like wearing mascara that much because when i blink it like literally ends up like on all over my face because my lashes are hitting my face in every direction so i have felt that if you have long lashes just i know right (laughs) if you have long lashes to start with and you use a serum you don't need um mascara at all like it really takes the place of mascara that is i'll never get to that level like that's just not (laughs) that, that just ain't me um, I will say, have you tried a tubey mascara? Cause those really, they will not smudge. So I just bought, um, uh, Alison Rosen re- recommended on her okay. episode, but I was waiting to go through my last tube of the mascara I was using. I just bought my first, uh, Thrive Cosmetics tubing mascara, I'm so which jealous. everyone loves, which I everyone loves. have not pulled. Okay. I can't wait to hear your review. I have not pulled the trigger okay. yet on that. Cause again, it's expensive. And mascara is like, you do go through it. So it's like, yeah, I, but, but everyone says it's amazing and I want to try it so bad. But even, even just for the fact that it's like, even a cheap tubing mascara though, like they, they don't smudge. And I have like, what, my what's eyes your are favorite very- cheap tubing mascara um okay there there's um a new one that i i just got well it's not it's new to me from target that's what i have on now um okay it's la girl i don't i don't even know which mascara it that's is me but it's uh, yeah, I, yeah okay. it is you definitely not me <laughs> but it's la girl is the brand and it is okay. um it's like a black and with gold letters on the tube and it's it's like more of a comb mascara which i do think when your lashes are long that's good because like when my lashes were short, like I was okay with them getting a little chunky because it just meant like there was something there. 
But now it's like, I need to really kind of comb through them so they don't get like too clumpy. Um, and yeah. honestly, I really think this mascara is like five ninety nine. Like it is cheap. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's on. It's at Ulta. Um, okay. And it, that means it probably is at Target too. It's LA Girl Plush Lash Lash Mascara. And uh, let's see. Yeah, it's all six ninety nine. I'm into it. Hmm. Yeah. My my go to like my favorite mascara is um, Benefit They're Real, which is also like a combing mascara. And that one is not a tubey mascara, but that will stay on forever. Like you're gonna have to yeah. like chisel that off. Um, but again, I don't use that a because it stays on so well. But B, like, it's more of my, like, special occasion mascara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I know. I'm with you. There are things I'm, like, I have, like, the good skincare, and then yes. I have the everyday skincare. And I really appreciate the sentiment where people are, like, wear the good skincare. Like, light the fancy candle. And I'm, like, I don't have wear the good skincare everyday money. So, like, I appreciate things- this. <laughs> I can't <Yes>. do it. <laughs> there, yes. There's, we all just have to decide, like, where you want to spend your money. Like, I got these extensions were not cheap. But I love them. Yeah. Worth the money. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Totally. Right. Exactly. You got to do it. Wow. You you were just giving Shannon Bedore there. You were just giving oh. me Shannon Bedore. I, just like like the blonde and being like, wow, wow, wow. I hate, I I, Shannon's like not my favorite, but honestly, I probably am a Shannon. Like, unfortunately. <laughs> Shannon is my favorite because I am a Shannon. Uh, did you, before we sign off, and I know some of the G-Things listeners hate the Housewives. Some of them love it. I'm sorry. I can't be who I'm not. I love Housewives. Did you watch totally. the what, Watch What Happens Live where Kathy uh, couldn't name all of her yes. um, nieces? Her, <laughs> nieces. Yeah, that, she didn't even name her own children. She's like, well, no, she couldn't. Kids. She literally like, yeah. yes. Oh, my God. Kathy, she is a gift. She is a gift to She's us. She's the best. Yes. I will watch anything about I just watched her uh, architectural digest tour about her Christmas. Ooh, She's just that such would a be really kook. good. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It's on YouTube. I'll send you she a link. She has um, given us so much. And I feel like now like yeah. in retrospect, like Kim makes more sense. Like I feel like we were always like, oh my God, Kim is so yes. drunk. And now I'm like, yes. maybe she wasn't that drunk. She's just kooky yes. and crazy. Yeah. Yes, love it. because you never think Kathy is drunk, but Kathy says the no. weirdest things. I mean, I uh, my favorite is Mrs. Rinna, are there any little treats <laughs> I, always, so I say that to Dan gems. all the time and Dan's like I don't watch the show stop quoting it to me um but if any of you missed this <laughs> watch what happens live so episode good. Kathy Hilton and Paris were on it and Andy had Kathy was like Kathy name all of your either nieces or nephews like yeah. or grandchildren I think it she was couldn't all do of it the children because between like all they, of the each, ch- they each have four kids Kyle Kathy and Kim all, yep. so there was 12 kids so he's like name yes. 12 she I think she named like three like she really she, she couldn't she did not get very far <laughs> Yeah, she and she literally like was like, "What's her name? What's her yeah, name? She's like, oh, What's her name? That one? What's that one?" Yeah. Yeah. She, oh my gosh, that was yeah, that was really. And good. then and then they played "What's in My Bag," and um, Paris had to uh, uh, hold up items from Kathy's bag, and Kathy had to describe them, but Kathy didn't understand the game, so Paris is holding up like you know. Uh, a mascara and Kathy's like, oh, it's a mascara, and you put it on your eyelash. It was, <laughs> and yes. Andy's like screaming at her. Oh my god! It was so 
<laughs> nuts. It was She's amazing. crazy, but you know what? When you're Kathy Hilton and you lived in the Waldorf Astoria and you don't even have to wipe your own ass, yeah, you don't know how to play games and follow rules. That's, I just, I get it. That's a life that I will just never know. And I <laughs> yeah. really enjoy a little peek inside of it. So yeah, it's I a know. good time. It's she good and time. JLo are out there rubbing La Mer all over their exactly. body. Exactly. <laughs> Megan, yes. tell everybody where they can listen to Adventures in Autism and when and uh, give us uh, um, some intel on where everyone can follow you. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast, as I knew it would You're be. You're so welcome. Um, yes. Adventures in Autism is anywhere you listen to podcasts, and it's a it's a great time. I mean, I, I think it's so sweet that I always tell people, I'm like, if you don't like have a child or a loved one with autism, I don't know what you would why you would listen to it, but I'm so no, I love it. for anyone that wants to listen. And truly like we need allies in the autism community. Like it's, it's not, it's, it's not just enough to have like, you know, everyone like in it that understands we need, we need everyone to understand. I mean, that's true for that's like such any, a good point. That, yes. that's, that's true for no. any community, but yes, that I, I'm so grateful for anyone that wants to listen, but especially if you have, you know, like you're a teacher or you have a, a loved one or a child or a relative, anyone with autism, I think you would appreciate it for sure. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at adventures and autism pod. I do, I yeah, share a lot of like family stuff and I try to just, you know, keep, I, I try to show the, I mean, I try to show all of it, but like, kind of like how I was saying before, I had this image in my head of like what life would be. And especially I always think about like the newly diagnosed child and like their family. And it's like, I want someone like that to have a little glimpse and see like, oh, wow, like they're still having fun. Cause I promise you we are. So yeah, th- that's, that's a lot of, a lot of what I share. And that's, that's really it. That's me. I love it. Megan, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for sharing, um, the Peter Thomas Roth peel slash exfoliant. Thank you for sharing the last serum. Of course, I'll link to everything in the show notes. I'll also link to, um, adventures in autism's Instagram and her, um, podcast feed. And again, recommend it. Take a listen. I love it. Uh, and like Megan said, I really encourage you to listen just because yeah, allies are needed. Like it is a peek inside a world. If you don't know that much about, it'll give you a a much greater understanding and it comes really straight from the source rather than listening to sort of like a research podcast, which again, if you're not in immersed in that world might not be, you know, the best front door into understanding, but listening to really fun, um, parents and teachers and just people, uh, it might be just the ticket. So Megan, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for all you do and have a great time in Vegas. We'll be waiting for those pictures. I'm so excited. Thank you. Amazing. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week for another episode. Bye. Bye. You just listened to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 Four five zero seven three six with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of two dollars to keep us going at Patreon.com/slash G Thanks and Friends. <laughs> <laughs>